Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. That's the fifth verse. The sixth verse, the last verse says, Surely, with certainty, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It concludes with, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God, I pray that you would help us tonight to see how important it is to dwell, to abide, to stay in your house forever. In your presence, God, as we heard tonight, we can have that with us all the time. I pray that it would always be with us. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I don't have, you may be seated, I don't have a lot of time tonight. And that's fine because, let's just be honest, we had several uh, little small sermons throughout testimony service uh, as it was. So, there were... There were plenty of you that, that testified with, with quality little snippets. So as I said, Brother Will, it's kind of like potluck, and it was just potpourri uh, family potluck. And, and we, we got a little bit of this, and, and Sister, uh, Sister Butler talked about uh, you know dwelling and, and having her whole life. God, God's helped her from having bad things happen your whole life. And we, we sing that song, all my life you have been faithful. And that's getting to be longer than it's been before. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whenever I was a young person, if they would have had that song, that, that would have been, you know, 15, 20, 25. It's been 55 years for me that he's been faithful. So he's been faithful for a long time, Sister McMillan. He's, he's in the faithful business. God has been faithful to a lot of people. And, and two, I thank God for our elders that are still, Sister McMillan stood up tonight and said, I thank God for his word. I don't know how you feel about it, but when an elder says, I thank God for his word, that means something because if it wasn't for the word of God, she wouldn't be here tonight. I wouldn't be here tonight. You wouldn't be here tonight. That word is forever settled in heaven. It's an established understanding. Powerful. And there's something about the house of the Lord. He says, this, this shepherd, here's what I believe, that when you are his sheep, you listen to what the shepherd says. You hear his voice and you know his voice. And there's something about the voice of your shepherd. And you say, I want to hear what the shepherd is saying. And the way that you do that, he says, goodness and mercy is going to follow you. It's going to be there ready to pounce on you at any time and give you what you need. But the way that it's going to follow you is if it knows where you're going to end up. I believe that there's something about faithfulness to the house of God. I will dwell. I'm not going to just visit. I'm not going to just make it where it's sporadic or you might see me or you might not. But you can count on it like clockwork that the time that the door opens there's going to be you and your family and you're walking through and you're going to be here because you've made up your mind that the word is powerful and I need it in my life that the spirit moving is powerful and I need it in my life and that worship is powerful and I need it in my life and that the family of God is important and I need it in my life so I've got to get to the house of the Lord and I've got to make up my mind it's not just something on a things to do list it's why I exist 
insist that everything is not important as important as the house of God, the things of God, the spirit of God. I will dwell. I will abide. It's what I'm here for. I will dwell. I will dwell. I will take residence. This is his house. Brother Clyde, you talked about the importance of the house of God. The significance of the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Oh, the house of God. If we could just, if we could just know and see how that eternity is affected by the decisions that we make and how important the things of God and the house of God really is. Oh, I, I thank God that there's an opportunity on Wednesday night to come in the middle of the week and get together with God's people and hear their testimonies and then feel the Spirit as we sing praises and hear the Word. I want somebody to understand there's nothing more important than what's happening right here, right now. There's nothing more important than what's happening on Sunday and on Tuesday and when Sister McMillan comes on Wednesday if you ladies can be here I'm telling you every time you can be here it's so important to be here we need it we need it we need to dwell we need to abide now I mentioned to you that I don't have a lot of time I do want to share a couple scriptures that correlate and we will we'll come back not completely done with Psalm 23, but as I as I see this passage concluding, and we spent we spent a lot of time on this passage. If you were here last Wednesday night, you know the Lord was talking to us about that table, that elevated place, uh, a place where that He prepares for us to like the house of the Lord, to come and not have to worry about pests and not have to worry about the prey and being the prey and, and, and that, 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 anoint, that anointing oil that's placed upon your head. It's, it's, it gives that scent to the snake that says, I don't want any of that because that keeps me from doing what I want to do to steal, kill, and destroy. There's something about the anointing that prevents you being the prey and the predator, the snake, Satan, destroying you. You need to get as much of this as you possibly can. This is not a time to go less to the house of God. This is a time to go more to the house of God and say, I want to be a part of anything and everything that's going on at First Church because I want to smell like anointing. I want to smell like I've been in the presence of God. Today, it happens every day. I got hungry. So I thought, you know, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out what we got in here, and I'm going to just use whatever we have. What a novel concept, you know. Use what's in the refrigerator. So I grabbed all this stuff out of the refrigerator, and I just, just chopped it up, put some butter and oil. That's always a good start to anything that you're cooking. Right there. Butter makes everything better. I didn't know if you knew that. Put butter and oil and. Got that going and then put some asparagus and some zucchini and some yellow squash and some onions. And I just put those all in there and started cooking them. I said, you know what, a little, 
a little garlic salt. That'll be good. And just a little pepper, a lot of pepper. I like a lot of pepper, a little salt. Just started cooking it, shaking it. Bam, another notch. It was just I was cooking it. So I got done. I cooked me a little hamburger steak and had hamburger steak and vegetable medley or whatever I'm, whatever you want to call it. It was asparagus. It was good. So I, I had that and then some of the young people came by and I came out there and, and, and Kaiser goes, you cooking something? <laughs> Who needs a bloodhound when you got Kaiser? You know, I'm like, well, I just got done. He goes, yeah, I can, I can smell it. And he wasn't he wasn't smelling it cooking from the inside. He was smelling it on my clothes. My wife came in uh, in, in, the, in the staff meeting tonight and said, I smell like you, what you were cooking tonight. Because when you start cooking and that aroma starts filling the place, you, you can't help but leave smelling like whatever the smell is. You know what I pray? I pray that every time we leave this house, that when we get home or when we go somewhere, people say, that what, what is that? I sense that there's some, there's a residue that remains on you. I, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't want to miss an opportunity. I can't afford to miss an opportunity. Sister Lula Bell, that was one of the snippets of the sermon, said, I'm so glad that we have church tonight and that I can get to church tonight. What a blessing. What a blessing. So as I was thinking about this, I, I thought about the situation that we're in right now, this world that we're living in, and I thought about what's, what's something that we need to focus on? What's something that needs to become a priority? What, you know, are, are we doing anything different? Do we realize how critical the hour is, church? I don't think we do because bombs are not striking our city. You read, if you have the courage, you read of the horror that's happening. And it's not going to get better. And so I I read as the psalmist, the the psalmist says, one thing, it's time for us to eradicate so many things that are not important, that are non-essential. It says one thing. It shakes down to this. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. I pray today that somehow that we as a body can get to the place that we understand the essentiality of the Word of God, the things of God, and the house of God, and eliminate so much extracurricular activity that is non-essential and focus, if ever there were an hour to focus, on the things that are the most important. This is that hour. One thing, it's simple, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. Focused. I'm passionate. I'm going to make certain. I'm going to just tell. I'm, I'm just. I'm just being straightforward and, and trying my best to be a good shepherd. I'm going to tell you that if you 
are looking for an excuse to miss, you're going to find it. I'm just going to spell that out a little bit further. If you are looking for an excuse to miss, you're going to find that. Because they are out there everywhere. I talked about it one time in in uh, a youth service when I preach. We want you. If you're wondering whether we want you to be at church, quit wondering. We do. Erase that thought. Well, I wonder if they even care if I'm there. Yes, we do. I wonder if they care if I don't come to church. Yes, we do. We want you to be here. Matter of fact, we're putting things into place so that I can keep better track of when you're here and when you're not here. And times when I'm not here, I'm still going to know whether you're here or not. I want to know. Because it's important. Because while I'm out preaching my guts out three or four times on a weekend and you just decide, well, pastor ain't here, so I ain't coming. God help you. You're not going to heaven because of me. You're going to have have to have something on the inside of you that says one thing have I desired of the Lord and that will I see. I don't care who's singing. I don't care who's preaching. I got to get to the house of God because Jesus is going to be there. I want somebody to understand how important it is to focus Focus in like a laser. Focus in like a laser and say, I'm going to make certain. I'm going to make certain that I don't miss. I'm going to make certain that I am at the house. One thing if I desire of the Lord and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. All the days of my life. Sister Butler, that testimony tonight, it was like one of the last ones, but it was like, Bam, just hammering home what I'm feeling. You said that you don't have any like major things. Wow. Now, wow. Yeah, you had parents that told you. You know what? Whenever I was a kid, I didn't have a choice whether I was going to church. That's the way it was back in the day. I'd say, but mom, I have five book reports due. You know what she'd say? Bring them. Get underneath that pew and read them at church. We're going to church. I can remember going to church. I don't know how I got here, but it's good. I'm just going to tell you, I'm here. I'm here, Sister McMillan, because I had people in my past that said, you got to get your mind made up that there's only one thing that's really important, and that's the house of God, the things of God. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And you have that testimony is because of your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. Powerful. Powerful. All right, I'm going to read one last scripture because we're like into overtime, big time overtime. Wow, I'm sorry. 809. Lord help us. Just act like we're getting, I'm getting ready to kick the game winning field goal. We're going to go to a commercial timeout and we'll be right back and see if, all right, here we go. Last, last, last scripture that I'll read. Psalm 91. The first verse says, he, this is not gender specific, so all of you ladies, this applies to you as well. He, he or she that dwelleth, somebody say dwelleth. That means that you abide there, you live there. It's not like a vacation home that you go to a couple of weeks out of the year. It's not something that you show up uh, only on special occasions. No, this is where you live. It's your address. 
It's your address. It's where you live. It's where that you. It's where you go to every day. It's where it's where it's established that you abide there. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. You know what I think is a secret that's not really out yet. How wonderful Wednesday nights are. I think that we have been keeping that such a good secret. You all are such good secret keepers. Get it out there. Sister Lulabelle, call people and tell them, huh, you don't know what you're missing on Wednesday night. I mean, do you understand what just happened here? Sister Lulabelle stands to talk about how she's so glad that there's church and that she can be here, and then she just starts speaking in tongues. would it be for people out there just to come in here and stand up and say, ain't God good? Speaking in tongues. I'm about ready to do it right now because I feel such a powerful anointing of the Holy Ghost here trying to help somebody understand how important this is. This is critical. This is critical to your spiritual health. And we talk about health. I'm going to tell you our spiritual health. I'm going to tell you about one week. One week missing church makes one week. That's powerful right there. Just change the E to an A and watch what I just said. Unfold. It's just, oh, wow. Yes, think about it. One week, two E, without church makes one week. W-E-A-K. Okay? All right? Got it? See what I'm saying? One week makes one week. Somebody ought to write that down. No, I'm just kidding. You can take it back. You would, but you put your paper up at 8 o'clock, right? Okay. All right, here we go. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, he that that lives there, that understands that this is where I got to be, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I want to be, Sister Laura, your little snippet and sermon was like underneath that, that covering, that, it's like that umbrella. I want to, whoo, I want you to put an umbrella over us, God. I want you to help us to be secure and safe in your arms tonight. I want to be like one of the little chicks when the mama hen knows there's a storm coming and says, come on, I want you to get underneath my wing. I want you to gather me, God, underneath. It's like I can almost see this place right here. It's like there's an umbrella. There's there's something about getting to the house of God and feeling the strength and knowing that there's help there. Oh, God, keep me safe. Let's pray. God, I thank you for the privilege of your presence. It's been powerful in this place. We need you. To help us to see how significant and important it is to dwell. To dwell. Let that sink in in our spirit, God. To dwell. To dwell in the house of the Lord. To focus on dwelling in the house of the Lord. And understanding the significance of dwelling in the house of the Lord. Show us the safety, Savior, that's there. God, help us to get the secret out. That it's safe in your shadow. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thank you for that extra 13 and a half minutes. I really appreciate it. Go in the fear of the Lord. Don't forget, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday's quizzing. That is something I forgot. If you can get to Cape, our quizzers are awesome. Hiding the word of God in their heart. They're quizzing. They're going to do great. That's Saturday in Cape. Sunday, revival service. If you showed me a high five, you got work to do. Make sure you text, call five people. I need at least 20 of you to, to help me do that so that we can have... 
We, we need people here in the house of the Lord on Revival Sunday. It counts. Make sure you help us in Jesus' name. God bless you. You're dismissed.